Hey, welcome to the podcast. This is The Surge Effect, and I'm your host, Mike Surge. This podcast will be talking about anything and everything. Life in general to current events and past events, and all things about this beautiful and wonderful world that we live in. And this podcast, well, it'll probably have an effect on you. Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of The Surge Effect. All right, today we're going to be talking about uh, Trump's indictments and a little bit about uh, a little bit about that stuff, and uh, I'll show you some clips maybe you've never seen before or even heard before. So, um, before we get started, I'm going to mention a couple uh, sponsors today. First sponsor is Love My Legs Own Sound Grey Bruce. So just click on their link below in the description. It'll take you right to their Facebook page. I Love My Legs allows you to strut with confidence, offering three styles of waistbands for comfort and wearability and the only lifetime guarantee in the industry. You, like I said, you can follow them on the link below. It takes you right to their Facebook page. Check them out. See what they have to offer. My next sponsor is T-Shirts, She-Shirts. Same thing. Click on the link below, head on over to their website, and check them out. They are more than just a t-shirt company. That's t-shirtsshirts.ca. All right, well, let's get right into it. Um, what we're going to get into is, like I said, Trump's indictments. And I'm going to show you some video clips of stuff that you've probably never seen before. And uh, stuff that you will not see on mainstream media. That's a fact. So first off, let's just start off with um, Trump talking about um, election interference. In case you've never heard of it, here we go. It's a very sad day for America. This should never happen. Just uh, fire this up here. This should never happen. If you challenge an election, you should be able to challenge an election. I thought the election was a rigged election, a stolen election, and I should have every right to do that. As you know, you have many people that you've been watching over the years do the same thing, whether it's Hillary Clinton or Stacey Abrams or many others. When you uh, have that great freedom to challenge, you have to be able to, otherwise you can have very dishonest elections. What has taken place here is a travesty of justice. We did nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong. And everybody knows it. I've never had such support. And that goes with the other ones, too. What they're doing is election interference. They're trying to interfere with an election. There's never been anything like it in our country before. This is their way of campaigning. And this is one instance, but you have three other instances. It's election interference. So I want to thank you for being here. We did nothing wrong at all. And we have every right, every single right, to challenge an election that we think is dishonest, that we think is very dishonest. So thank you all very much, and I'll see you uh, very soon. Thank you very much. All right, so you just heard him say that. The, there was election interference, right? And, and it was a rigged election. You heard him say that. Now. People say, oh, he can't say that. So that's one of the indictments that he's up against right now. So I am going to play for you several uh, videos in regards to other people saying the exact same thing. Now, keep in mind, when these people say this, 
Did they get indicted for the exact same thing that Trump got indicted for, was basically saying that the election was stolen or it's election interference and what have you. A couple of the people that he mentioned are in these up-and-coming videos. So um, let's just start off with this first one here. This is a bunch of Democrats in the in the House, and they are objecting to an election. Here we go. Because 10 of the 29 electoral votes cast by Florida were cast by electors not lawfully certified. I object to the votes from the state of Wisconsin, which were not, should not be legally certified. No debate. Mr. President, I object to the certificate from the state of Georgia on the grounds that the electoral votes were no not... No debate. There's no debate. Then I object to the certificate uh, from the state of North Carolina. I object to the 15 votes from the state of North Carolina. Um, I object. I object to the certificate from the state of Alabama. The electors were not lawfully certified. Is it signed by a senator? Not as of yes, Mr. President. In that case, the objection cannot be entertained. The objection cannot be entertained. Counting debate is not in order. Ballot. Even with the there is no debate in order. Is it signed by a senator? There is no debate. There is no debate in the joint session. There is no debate. There is no debate. There is no debate. Please come to order. The objection cannot be received. All right, so that was in the house. You kind of get the idea of all them rambling on about the exact same thing. Now, here's somebody that Candidates you have probably heard a million me. times on mainstream, on mainstream media. You've probably heard this over and over and over again, so I'm going to play it one more time for you in case you have. Candidates who have come to see me, you can run the best campaign. You can even become the nominee, and you can have the election stolen from you. So there you go. There's Hillary Clinton herself saying the exact same thing that all the other ones have said. And what happened? Did she get indicted? No, she did not. Next one. Here is Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams, she ran for uh, governor in Georgia. Here she is, if you've never seen her. And this is what she has to say. This goes on for uh, probably 10, 10 minutes of her little clips of her denying that, that, that she had lost or that the election was rigged and what, what have you. So have a listen. We won. But I didn't lose. I got the votes. But we won't know exactly how many because of how they cheated. I did win my election. I just didn't get to have the job. We were robbed of an election. Using the word rigged, using the word steal, do you think it's dangerous going into 2020? I, I don't because we can actually back it up. And so in response to what I believe, was a stolen election. I'm not saying they stole it from me. They stole it from the voters of the door. Back to the outside, asked if I'm ever going to concede. The answer is no. This is not a speech of concession. And a concession means to acknowledge an action is right, true, or proper. And I will not concede because the erosion of our democracy... All right, so there's Stacey Abrams. You kind of get the idea of what I've been describing. Uh, these people have all said the exact same thing as Trump has said. So, like I said, just ask yourself... Simple questions. It's good for the goose, good for the gander. All right. So here's one, another video clip that I'm going to you play for you. And a couple of them are, uh, one is the first one starts with Hillary, of course, but this goes on for 20 some odd minutes. I'm not going to play the whole thing for you, but this is literally 24 minutes of Democrats denying what, trans what transpired with the election. And uh, nothing happened to any of them and none of them were arrested so here you go the best campaign you've heard this okay you can even become the nominee and you can have the election stolen from you 
Yeah, see, 24 minutes of Democrats denying election results. How can you win with Russian interference, though? That's, That's a real what thing. I'm scared about no, in 2020. But, but rightly. Because right. I think he's an illegitimate president that didn't really win. So how do you, you know, fight against that in 2020? You are absolutely right. He is an illegitimate president in my mind. Would you be my vice president for candidate? <laughs> Folks, look, I absolutely agree. Trump didn't actually win the election in 2016. He lost the election, and he was put in the office because the Russians interfered. Russia interfered with our... Do you see how they go over and over again about the Russia thing? Four years, and I've mentioned this before in my podcast, four years and uh, zero Russian interference. They had two uh, independent... Uh, it was Mueller and Durham. They went over this for four years and found... Diddly squat, but these people keep repeating it because it gets embedded into your head and it's repeated over and over again and you believe it. Election attacked our democracy for the sole purpose of artificially placing someone at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. They were successful. Trump knows he's an illegitimate president. The president or elect, although legally elected, is not legitimate. I don't see this president elect as a legitimate president. You said you believe that Russia's interference altered the outcome of the election. I do. We have a president who, if in fact it is proven, uh, has been assisted by the Russians and may in fact not be a legitimate president. The one thing that Trump is fearful of uh, when it comes to his being president is that finally we will see how illegitimate his victory actually was. I have an objection. I object to the 15 votes from the... So there you go. Like I said, once again, um, that, that, goes, that goes on and on, literally, like I said, for 20, 24 minutes. It's, it's quite something. Anyway, I'm going to also pop up something here on the screen here for you to have a look at. And this is in regards to the election. These are the numbers pulled for, from Obama, from Trump, and from Biden. If you've never seen these numbers before, have a look at them and just ask yourself a question. Is this, is this even possible? Right, so here you go. I'm going to pop this up on the screen. So those numbers that you can't see, I'm going to read them for you at the bottom. Um, for Obama, Trump, and Biden across from left to right. Obama won uh, Florida, Ohio, and he also, and so did Biden. He lost Florida and Ohio. And Trump won Florida and Ohio. And on the very bottom, um, Obama won House seats, Trump won House seats, and Biden lost House seats. So five out of those four, Biden lost. Trump won 2,497 counties. Biden only won 477. Keep in mind, Biden won 81 million votes, more than Obama. Obama, who was one of the most loved presidents ever. Like, they love this dude in America, and they gave him 69 million votes, and you mean to tell me that Biden got 81 million votes? Just keep that in mind, folks. Just keep it in mind, because as we move through some of these video clips later on, you'll, you'll kind of th shake your head and go, you know, how, how is this possible? So I'm just going to show you a few more clips. We're just going to keep moving along here, and you just say to yourself once again, is this possible? Did this happen? And if it did, how come you don't hear about this in mainstream media? So here's Lou Dobbs from Fox, but he no longer works for Fox. They actually fired him. But this is one of the stories that he did, and uh, he's no longer with Fox, but uh, he was let go. But listen to this story here. 1,000 completed mail-in ballots 
were smuggled from uh, New York before they inexplicably disappeared. Those are the charges of Jesse Morgan, a truck driver. He's a subcontractor working for the U.S. Postal Service, and he joins us here tonight. Jesse Morgan, who has signed a sworn affidavit charging that those hundreds of thousands of ballots were taken across state lines. Jesse, I want to say, first of all. Okay, so that's one clip. The next clip is about uh, ballot harvesting. There's another one that's going to pop up, and this is somebody talking in their dash cam or in their camera in their car. And uh, listen to this. There was video, you can see the video, there was a video out and about that he had the ballots in his car. Right. And talking about the only way you can win is with money. I was looking at them and they were not filled. They were blank. Who is the one filling out the absentee ballots? People who work uh, with, like, Han Omar. Where do they pay the money? The, the minute we sign the thing, the election, that's what you can pay. Money is everything. Money is the king of this world. If you ain't got money, you should, you should not be here, period. At the end of this street, yes. there's three towers called one tower. Okay. And it's all seniors, and they took every ballot. Every ballot. They just every take them from them. Ballot. Knock on the door and say, your ballot, come give it to me, give it to me. They don't even pay them for it, they just take it. No. And the ones that didn't vote on ballots, the young people and the women and stuff, they were paying cash, cash, cash. They were getting bags of money the last time we here. Okay, that goes on for a little bit as well, but we will cut that one short and we'll move on to another quick little video. Um, this one here is, uh, once again... Another one about ballot harvesting, and this is probably, you've never seen it on uh, mainstream media at all. Middle of the night, ballots being dropped off by the truckload. Here you go. Skid loads. The local media um, said that uh, this never happened. Patty actually called me on November 4th. She was inside the TCF, and she said, Jim, you won't believe it. I, I just heard that a van dropped off boxes of ballots uh in the middle of the night, and uh, she was working inside the TCF that morning. So we put in a request to get this video. It took months, and uh, we got this at Gateway Pundit. We put this up on you know, on our site. We tweeted about it, and that's when we uh, lost our Twitter account, by the way, um, by putting up this video. Um, there's a lead car, uh, an escort car that comes in. You can see here um, each time he adds something to the people inside, and then the, this uh, – this van drives in, uh, and they actually came in twice. Now, we had local media, one of the top reporters there. I'm not going to mention his name. Uh, he said that this never happened. Uh, he was there all night. There was no fraud. Nothing happened. So, now so I'm sure you've probably never seen that video that was circulating the Internet. Um, here is another quick video for you as well. And this is about a Georgia uh, pollster. She came forward and she wanted people to know what she saw. And this is what she saw. They estimated that somewhere between 80 and 90 percent were going to Joe Biden. 
Throughout the day, it kept making me sicker and sicker every time I saw another Biden, Biden, Biden. And then I'm going through batches. 100% of the batches were Biden. I find that statistically impossible. So that, once again, is an interesting clip. And here is another clip. This clip is... uh, Michigan mules, they're going from Michigan, but the minivan is Indiana plates. So, once again, you kind of get the idea. And there are all kinds of videos like this, but you will never find them on mainstream media. This one here is another one of over 10,000 ballots. This uh, former uh, worker came forward and wanted to let uh, people know, let the press know. He explained to me that an order had come down from the Wisconsin-Illinois chapter of the USPS that 100,000 ballots were missing. He then told me that his post office, the one at Milwaukee Street in Madison, Wisconsin, had dispatched employees to look for the missing ballots around 4 a.m. November 4th. He said, and I quote, around 4 a.m. And that only seven or eight ballots were found at United Mailing Services, my work. Based on my previous experience and habit of double checking for the ballots, I believe that to be a lie immediately. The following day, November 5th, 2020, I had a conversation with a different USPS employee, whose name I also know, in which she admitted that USPS employees were ordered to backdate ballots that were received too late to be lawfully counted. I asked this employee if I would be getting in trouble for those ballots the night before with my own boss, uh, just kind of making sure that I was covered because I, at first, I did think perhaps I did miss ballots, but I couldn't have if they weren't on the cart where they're supposed to be. So, like I said, this gentleman came forward and talked about what he wanted to talk about in regards to what happened with the ballots. Now, for people to literally deny that things haven't occurred in this election, they're living in a dream world. Because even just a couple of those stories are worth checking into. Why don't they? Why, why don't they check into them? They just throw their hands up in the air and go, ah, oh, you know, you're crazy or don't worry about it. It should be checked into. I don't care who it is. You know, I know if it's, you know, Mr. Potato Head running for whatever, Republicans or Democrats or up here in Canada running for liberals or PCs, it should be checked into. It should be a fair and equal playing field across the board. All right. Anyway, so that's one of the things that Trump was indicted for was saying that there was election interference. Another thing that they... Uh, got him on election, not election interference. Another uh, indictment was when they said that he caused the riot in the Capitol on January the 6th. But everyone knows that's watched this that what he said was to peacefully and patriotically go to the Capitol building. So here's him saying it. It's his own words. Here you go. And we'll uh, show you a few clips about this. Congress do the right thing and only count the electors who have been lawfully slated. 
lawfully slayed it. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Today, we will see whether Republicans stand strong for integrity of our elections, but whether or not they stand strong for our country. So that's what he said. He said to go peacefully and patriotically towards the Capitol. Now, they've had a lot of hearings about this So over the months after he said that because a lot of things transpired. And, of course, the Democrats put together the January 6th committee, right, with all their Democrats, and they were stacked with Democrats. And, of course, they had a couple of rhinos thrown in there and, you know, to try to make it half-assed, you know, fair. But uh, the rhinos were on the Democrat side. But what they were doing was – Finding you know false information and then and not giving all the information. So, like I said before in previous podcasts, I listened to a lot of uh, senatorial hearings, a lot of congressional hearings, and this is Ted Cruz uh, asking the FBI assistant director in regards to if there were Capitol Police or, or not Capitol Police, if there were FBI agents on the ground um, on January the sixth. And here's what they had to say: How many FBI agents? or confidential informants actively participated in the events of January 6th? Sir, I'm sure you can appreciate that I can't go into the specifics of sources and methods. uh, Did any FBI agents or confidential informants informants actively participate in the events of January 6th? Yes or no? Sir, I I can't answer that. Did any FBI agents or confidential informants commit crimes of violence on January 6th? I can't answer that, sir. Did any FBI agents or FBI informants actively encourage and incite crimes of violence on January 6th? Sir, I can't answer that. Ms. Sadburn, who is Ray Epps? So this goes on for a little bit as well, but you kind of get the idea. He was asking the director, assistant director, uh, in regards to if there were people on the ground. And she kept saying, oh, I can't answer that. I can't answer that. Well, lo and behold, these are clips that you will not see on mainstream media because they won't show these to you. But these are from people's cams that, that, that caught information. So here's one. Listen to what this guy says. Listen carefully. Well, we go undercover as the antiques in a crowd. So can you put that back in? Yeah, yeah. It feels better. You guys get sprayed. Here, here. Take this on the bottle. He said we go undercover as Antifa in the crowd. If you didn't hear that very, very first part of what he said. Play it again. Well, we go undercover as antiques in a crowd. So there you go. Did you hear that part? Yes. He literally said, "We go undercover as Antifa in the crowd." Now, do you trust when people tell you that there wasn't anybody there, or there was, or there wasn't, or they had no idea, right? So 
I'm going to play another video for you and listen to what this person says as well very carefully in regards to how they can tell the difference of the police officers that are on the ground when the FBI agents and stuff. So listen to what this guy says. Maybe uh, uh, Do any of your non-uniform guys have any identifiers? Like wristbands? They will have a wristband. Their guns will have a candy stripe on the barrel. Okay. I don't know the wristband color, but they'll have a wristband somewhere, okay? Interesting. Interesting how this uh, this occurs after the fact, but they expect you to believe some other narrative that's that's occurred. Here's another video that maybe you have seen or not have seen, but I'm about to show it to you. Capitol Police officers, he's bringing these people in. Watch what he does. Literally ushering them in, waving them in, right? Opened up the gate, waved them in. And like I said, when uh, you will never see this on mainstream media, ever. And here's a little something else that you'll never see on mainstream media. Because they, they don't want you to see this, and they don't want this narrative out there. But everyone knows that the guy with the horns... They were just released a little while ago because he was just wandering through, wandering through the house at the one point. This is before they even went in. Listen to what they say. Listen to what they say. Very, very important. something you'll never see on mainstream media, but it is quite eye-opening to listen and watch what transpired before that guy even walked into that Capitol. And that guy got like 10 years or whatever he got, and he just got released this year because of the Tucker Carlson release of the video showing him literally just wandering around, walking by police officers and just, you know, no big deal. So they let him out. So don't always believe what you see on mainstream media. And during all that, what did they what did they do? They took Trump's mugshot, the famous mugshot of Donald Trump, and uh, 
Georgia, Fulton County, they just could, couldn't wait to get that shot of, uh, of Trump. But let's uh, hear what Jesse Waters has to say about mugshots. He was talking about them the other day when uh, this all transpired. And uh, well, that was kind of interesting. So here you go. Have a listen to this. It's always been a mugshot phenomenon in American culture. Mugshots of iconic artists like Elvis or Frank Sinatra for decades have been put up as decor in barber shops, diners, pizza parlors. Jane Fonda's mugshot became the face of rebellion in the 70s, even made a fashion impact. Others wore their mugshots like a badge of honor, like John Lewis, who was arrested for protesting during the civil rights movement. Martin Luther King Jr was arrested 29 times for fighting for civil rights. And for decades, his mugshot has been used as a symbol of what happens when you stand up for something you believe in. But no mugshot will ever be as iconic as the mugshot of Donald J. Trump, the most famous man in the world. So that's, uh, <laughs> that's Jesse Waters' take on it, on that mugshot. And, uh, you know, he ain't lying. I mean, it mugshot all the all the latinos and the fellas in the hood they're like they think trump's the bomb now it's kind of backfired on the democrats kind of backfired on these people that do not want trump as president so anyway that's another reason why they indicted him for that they indicted him for the uh, january 6 riot saying it was all him and it was all his people and everything else but uh, just something else to trying to throw at the wall and see what sticks so the other one was of course the uh papers the papers that were um, at Mar-a-Lago. Um, and there was also papers found in Biden's garage. But you also got to keep, and in other spots, I'm going to play a little clip here of uh, of Jim Jordan explaining a couple things real quick in the house, but some guy tries to talk over top of him. But you'll hear what he says in a minute. But as far as those uh, confidential papers goes, presidents, got to keep in mind, presidents, they can declassify these documents. When you're a president, you can declassify any document and put it wherever, right? And people are saying, oh, this should be in a skiff and everything else. Well, presidents can declassify documents when they take them. Biden was not the president when he took these documents. He was a vice president, and they were in, they were everywhere. So anyway, I'm going to play this little Please. clip from uh, Jim Jordan, and uh, you'll hear exactly what he says in regards to these papers. Let's go. Was back bedroom, bathroom, ballroom. How about a box in a in a in a Mr. garage? Chairman, Mr. Beach Chairman. house in Delaware and the Biden Center. I don't think those are skips. Mr. Chairman, either. point of order. The gentleman from Texas is recognized. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna play that again just because as soon as Jim Jordan starts to speak, he's the head of the Judiciary Committee. As soon as he starts to speak, oh, point of order, Chairman, and also listen to what he says in regards to where the papers were for Trump and where the papers were for Biden. Carefully. Yields, yields back bedroom, bathroom, ballroom. How about a box in a in a in a Mr. garage? Chairman, Mr. Beach Chairman. house in Delaware in the Biden Center. I don't think those are skips. Mr. Chairman, either. point of order. The gentleman from Texas is pretty patient to uh, say. Oh, the gentleman from Texas is recognized. Well, that's the difference of where the papers were kept. And uh, when Jim Jordan speaks, that it's you know it just. It, it's so it's so, it's so far gone. It's like a the scales of justice are so lopsided. It is ridiculous. But you see you see this for yourself, I'm sure. But I'll tell you one thing: the masses love Trump. They love this guy. Like him, hate him for whatever reason. 
most people can't even figure out a reason. They just go, oh, I just hate them because I just don't like them. And um, the masses love this guy. And also, when I'm just going to show you these little clips here of these people, keep in mind, have you ever seen this many people chanting for Biden? Well, they chant something for Biden, but they don't chant like they chant with Trump. And in these huge crowds that he puts together in these stadiums when he's when he's doing his talks, have you ever seen Biden do a talk like that? I've never seen Biden do a talk like that. I've never seen the numbers of people show up for Biden. So keep that in mind as well. This guy got 81 million votes, right? It's, it's quite shocking. So here's, uh, here's a little clip. I'm gonna. This is one of the people that were at the uh, outside the Capitol when uh, Trump was actually speaking. So here you go. Watch as they pan out to the crowd. This guy's up in the trees. That's just one little clip, and that's of them, like I said, just outside the Capitol before uh, they went down to peacefully and patriotically march on the Capitol. And this is a picture of him just getting off a plane, just going to do a talk. Just just going to do a talk. Just gives you an idea of of, uh, the number of people that love this guy. And uh, here's a little, I'll show you another, here's a little clip of... uh, I would vote for... um, Joe Rogan, keep in mind, I've been watching Joe Rogan for probably 12 years, but when he first started, him and uh, on a little laptop, him and his buddy were just on a little laptop shooting the shit. Now he's got, you know, huge following on uh, Spotify, but uh, he hated, not hated Trump, I shouldn't say that. He, he didn't really like him. And he, years ago, they want, or, you know, people asked, why don't you have him on your podcast? And he just didn't want to because he didn't want to give him a platform. But now he's seen the shit that the Democrats and the world has pulled on this guy. And it's like, just blatant. Just blatant out, you know, lied to people about stuff. And for some reason, other people just look past it and they can't see it because they don't like him or whatever. So I'm going to just play a couple of videos here of uh, one of Joe and another one of uh, Vivek Ramaswamy right after that. I would vote for Trump before I'd vote for Biden just because I think with Biden, like, he's no, he's, he's gone. Like, you know he's gone. It's You're going to be relying on his cabinet, and I knew his cabinet would be this fucking sideshow of diversity, and which is exactly what it is. You can't have those kind of people running a Ben and Jerry's. You, <laughs> you certainly can't have those kind of people running the fucking most powerful government the world's ever known. So, that's a good take by Joe. So, the other night when they had the uh, first debate uh, for the Republicans... Uh, uh, Vivek, who I believe won. I believe he won just because this young man is sharp. He is on his game. If you've never seen this guy, check out some of his interviews. Um, I like him. I just I just like what he's all about and stuff that he says. Here's what he says about Trump at the debates. President Trump, I believe, was the best president of the 21st century. It's a fact. And Chris Christie... Honest to God, your claim that Donald Trump is motivated by vengeance and grievance would be a lot more credible if your entire campaign were not based on vengeance and grievance against one man. And if people at home want to see a bunch of people blindly bashing Donald Trump without an iota of vision for this country, they could just change the channel to MSNBC right now. 
<laughs> because he knows that MSNBC bashes the shit out of Trump every chance they get. Um, so I'm going to show you another, just a few videos, real, just real quick, uh, of people how much they love, how much they love this guy when he's out there talking to them. So that's just one uh, couple of stadiums that he was at doing his uh, doing his talks. And here's just another little clip, just same thing, just a little montage of uh, people showing their love for this guy. Ever seen a bunch of boats like that line up for Biden? I don't think so. When you see that stuff, uh, how many people show up for this guy? It's just wild. Um, here's one here. The last little video clip I'm going to show you is literally a couple weeks ago. Uh, he went to the UFC. Uh, of course, him and Dana White are great, great friends, and uh, Don, uh, Donald Trump goes to UFCs quite a bit. But this is uh, pretty sweet because it's put towards um, put towards some music. Get a rock. Shut down the podcast here for the day is it's a little montage that someone put together and um, it's a few minutes long, well worth the watch and well worth the listen. Um, just just 
kind of puts things into perspective a little bit. And when I when I first saw this, I uh, really took me aback. I wish I know who actually did it and put it together. I'd give him a shout out because it's really really well done. So uh, have a listen. I'm going to look you in the eyes and I'm going to tell you the future. It's an American story, and that's why Americans are going to love it. People are going to build you up. God, are they going to? Because when you're great and new, we love you. Man, we'll build you into something that doesn't even exist. You're going to change the fucking world. But you know what? Once they've built you as high as they possibly can, they're going to tear you back down. It's the most predictable pattern. We build you into something that doesn't exist, and that means you have to try to be that thing all day, every day. That's how it works. And we do it again and again and again. And I'm going to tell you the truth. You're going to be attacked, betrayed, exposed, and humiliated. And you'll survive that. A lot of people can climb that mountain. It's the way down that breaks them. Because that's the moment when you are truly alone. And what will you do then? Can you summon the will to fight on through all the pain and rise again? That will be the defining question of your life. And I think you already know the answer. And that's why we're all here. A shoe is just a ship. Until somebody steps into it, then it has meaning. The rest of us just want a chance to touch that greatness. And we need you in these shoes, not so you have meaning in your life, but so that we have meaning in ours. Everyone will be forgotten as soon as our time here is up. Except for you. You're going to be remembered forever. Because some things are eternal. And your story is going to make us fight and never give up. That's an amazing little tribute to whoever did that for, for Trump. But like I said in podcasts gone by, I don't have no dog in this hunt. I don't like the guy. I don't hate the guy. I don't love the guy. Same with Biden. I mean, I don't hate the guy. I don't love the guy. If you're going to do things, do them fair. And I look at somebody's track record and what that person has done. And I do that here in Canada as well as the States. So, I look at the track record of, of my leaders in Canada, which is a pretty piss poor one right now. That's why they got to go. They have to be voted out. They got to be tossed out. They got to quit or whatever. But they got to go because they are not making Canadians' lives better. And the same thing in the States. Whatever person makes your life better in the States, that's a person you need in office. If that person's making your life better, is say it's going to be Vivek Ramaswamy, you guys vote him in and he makes your life better down there. Your economy goes boom town. Your dollars are very strong, and everyone's everyone's got jobs, and you don't have tents in the streets and crime running rampant, just like we do here in Canada. We have the same thing in Canada that you have in the states. Believe it or not, they just mirror each other. It's crazy. Anyway, once you get somebody that's like that, get that person in, and you keep them there for a bit. Up here in Canada, we have no term limits as far as our prime minister goes. But down in the States, you have that eight-year thing, the two fours for your president. Um, but anyway, that's it for today's podcast, everyone. I'm going to sign off. I want to thank everyone that's subscribed to this channel. Please like, 
like and subscribe to this channel. It will um, put move me up in the algorithm through YouTube, and it uh, also um, allows you to receive uh, videos, uh, future podcasts that I do. You get notified immediately as soon as you subscribe. It'll go right to your inbox, and you'll know when I post a new one. Um, I haven't posted one a lot, uh, well, but a week and a bit. Um, I've been trying to work on this one here and work on a couple other things as well. So it takes a long time to put a lot of these things together. I can't just do them overnight. Um, but anyway, I always appreciate people that watch my videos and, and like and subscribe to them for sure. Please pass them around via social media. Pass around the stuff that I've um, that I've uh, put on here for you. Um, pass them around to whoever you want. Uh, and hopefully then they'll pass it on. Snowball's created. That's how the that's how the whole social media thing works. Uh, it's much appreciated. Um, I can be found on Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter, of course. I'm on Twitter. And um, all social media, basically, right? I can also be found on any Android or Apple device. All you do is just type in The Surge Effect and look for my TSA with my microphone is in black. You will see it immediately when you type in the surge affect and you will hear future podcasts that I, that I place out. Um, like I said, much appreciated. Thanks again for watching and have yourself a fantastic day. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Thank you so much. This episode sponsored by he shirts she shirts go to www.heshirtsheshirts.ca just type in the letters tsa the surge effect when you check out type in tsa for your coupon and receive 10 percent off your next purchase thanks for listening to today's podcast everybody